Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for my favourite podcast of all, the Promoter Mouths Podcast. Yes! We advise that everyone should listen to this podcast as it is my absolute favourite. Thank you so much. Here we go again, Pablo. It's episode number 30 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Good evening. Good evening, Kai. Son, I'm 30. I only went with your mother because she's dirty. Oh. And I don't have a decent bone in me. I'm going to see them soon. They're headlining Rock Norwich. Are you going to do it? Yeah, go on. Go on. Rock <gasps> Norwich for the Mondays. In not what? The stadium? It's not, it's not a stadium. Is it Earlham Park? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Earlham. Lovely. Yeah. Have you, did you see? There's this crowd that was going over here. So. Did you see them on uh, Gogglebox? I saw that they were on and I, 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 I didn't, no, is the short answer. It's the most brilliant stuff. I haven't seen it all. I've seen clips of it, but they are like royalty, aren't they? They are. Well, they are absolutely, yeah. Bez. And Sean Ryder. They're your um, ADHD rock stars. Uh, I listen to both of their autobiographies. They both suffer from ADHD. Uh, no dodgy nonce medication, uh, I don't think. Or at least, you know, who knows? But yeah, and, that, and then I listen to um, Ozzy Osbourne. Again, another ADHD rock star. There's something about that that makes people rock stars. And, oh. uh, and uh, big drug take- takers. Is it because they cannot... Adjust to normal jobs. I think it's a little bit of that, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. end up going into the arts and into creative yeah, world? Yeah, I think so. And also, um, I, th- I think uh, drugs affects people with ADHD in a w- much different way. That They've all said it. Well, stimulants tend to slow them down. They yeah. don't actually... It, it does the opposite of what it does to anybody without it. Yeah, exactly that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it is. How do you get on? <laughs> with drugs or with my ADHD, a bit of both. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to go down that road. It's, it, and unless somebody tells me I've got it, I'm going to pretend I haven't. But I am all over the place sometimes. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I've had to delete games off my phone. Games I love. I was playing Call of Duty, and I was playing uh, loads of different games on my phone. And I've made the step. And it was a brave move of deleting them because I would sit here and I've got stuff to do and then I'll just put my feet up, play a game, and then an hour later I'll still be sort of at it. Or every every sort of 20 minutes sometimes I'll start another game and I'm like, no, this, this has got to stop. I'm just not being very productive. Did you want to know a Pablo fact about, uh, about um, phone video games? I do. Yeah, There's a game called Soccer Stars which I downloaded about six years ago. I haven't stopped playing it, and I genuinely think I'm one of the best in the world. <laughs> wow. Soccer stars? <laughs> What's that? Is that the one with the big heads? No, no, it's not. It's it's a little bit like uh, um, you've got these counters on a board the shape of a football pitch, and you're, you hit, you you basically got to get your counters in the other goal, and you, and you bounce them around. It's like a cross between 
snooker and football. But it's really addictive. But I find I can sit there playing it and I can concentrate on just about anything else at the same time. It's a bit like, you know when a woman sits there knitting, or even a man sits there knitting and they sort of zone out? I can do that with it. And uh, and you are the self-proclaimed world champion. I want That's to quite say, a brave, bold I, I, statement I, there. No, I'm not world champion. I'd, I'd say I'm one of the one of the elite. Definitely right up there. Wow. Yeah. I used to be very, very good at some games on the Commodore 64. Yeah. All right. Daily Thompson's Decathlon. That's because that's just moving your hand really quickly. I ruined a few joysticks like that, yeah. but I knew, yeah, knew how to do that. Yeah, I imagine you got a lot of practice with the wrist when you were a teenager. Pablo, I did. I had a Commodore sixty four. Yeah, you know, just when micro switch joy things joysticks came out. Oh yeah, I bet, yeah. yeah. When your joystick came around, and you could hear I, me I, rattling away in my bedroom, going for the world record, going for the world record. That's right. <laughs> And the sounds I used to make when I uh, came first. How was your week, Kai? <laughs> it was great. I'll tell you what we'll do, though. Shall we do an intro? We've had lots of famous people. Uh, We've done all right this week, haven't this we? This week, haven't we? Um, lots. Yeah, lot- we can't let that go past, can we? We've, we've actually been endorsed by Mr. McIntyre. <laughs> Michael McIntyre. It's not every day that happens, is it? I forgot to mention that. We, yeah, yeah. We're taking it in our stride these days, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, pretty blasé oh, yeah. about it. Oh, Mike, uh, Mike got in touch. Uh, can I do that, he said, yeah, in yeah. his voice, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, that was uh, Michael McIntyre there at the start. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I put it out there, and I said it before, if you're famous and you like the pod, get in touch. And that, that was what it was. When you said that, since then, we've been inundated yeah. uh, with with people. Um, but I also had a guest to stay at the weekend. Oh, you did, didn't and, you? Uh, yes. And he kindly uh, read it out. We had the wonderful Tony Law. Fantastic. Fantastic um, uh, act and uh, a nice guy. Let's see, what, uh, let's see how he does it. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promoter mouths two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in norfolk rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap colombian cartel leaders they have joined together with the aim of banging on about uk comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic english market town what do you think about that it's very satisfying to hear these words that were chucked out in haste, really just to sort of convince ourselves what the reason for this pod was, and it stuck. And now you've got Tony Law reading now. Of, of, of all people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, among others as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I the, think it works. And our beloved Patreons as well. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and thank you, Tony Law. Yeah, cheers, Tony. We recorded a podcast together. You did, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we recorded some of a podcast together. We we talked for about two and a half hours on and off, and uh, there's lots of material there. In, it was a lot of Tony talking about Tony. We always thought it was going to be that, didn't we? Yeah, but uh, we were going to. We planned to talk about other stuff, just stuff that's going on in the did, world. Didn't you shoehorn your way in like you do with me and go, "Let's talk about me"? No, no, I tried, but. <laughs> Is Tony Law, and it's just always going to be 
talking about Tony. You've just got to let him fly. Yeah. You've got, you, you've got to just uh, get out of his way and let him soar off into into his... Uh, uh, into his what? In, into his uh, verbal heights. Okay. Yeah. Is that a term or you, you've just kind of muddled some words together there to make a term up, haven't you? No. There is a term for it, isn't there? Oh, is there? Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, I just, you know... Just using words. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you do. And I discovered that after about sort of an hour or so. I mean, there was a little bit where I had a chat. But then when I listened back, I'm I'm not that interesting compared to him, you know? And I think if people tune in, they're not going to be tuning in to listen to me anyway. And but... I, I think you're interesting, Carrie. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pablo. It, it, it struck me, actually. I was going to come on to this. Um, in, I was in a green room with uh, several acts and uh, and uh, a, f- a, a very outgoing female police officer who's a, a personal friend of mine. And um, when there's lots of people talking really loud and and they're fighting for sort of airspace, I am absolutely appalling at getting a word in. I just don't even want to try. So I'm the guy that just sits there really quietly. Socially it's, awkward. Well, not socially awkward so much. Just can't be. I mean, no, you in, are. In my defence, there was a there was a bit. No, I wouldn't say I'm shy. No, they, oh, I see what you're doing. Is it, but I, you know, I just can't be bothered sort of wading in with it all. And if, if I'm with somebody who's dominating a, a conversation, I tend to just sort of go into my uh, um, shell a little bit. So, so it's credit to you that you actually get something out of me on these pods. So, well, that's that's nice. It's a little bit of an outlet. I bet it's the most. Any, all your friends probably think it's the most they've ever heard you speak. A lot of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder, I wonder, if, do they, are they still friends? They've heard you now, and they're like, "What?" Well, I tell you what, I, I was going to come on to this as well and getting oh, ahead yeah, of ourselves, getting ahead of ourselves. How? How has your week been, Pablo? Let's 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 save oh. all our juicy bits for later. How all has right. it been? My week has been uh, well. I had a gig on Saturday. I was just mentioning that, wasn't I? Yeah, well, um, yeah. Uh, a new venue, charity gig, Lord Kitcheners. I've been talking about it for the last six weeks. Haven't you have, yeah, yeah. Um, went really well. Full house. Um, What's a full house look like? Full house stairs, just eighty plus. I and thought. We, I, we, I thought that regulations stated that you could only get sixty in there, Pablo. They 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 revised their risk assessment. I'm trying. To, I'll try and get them to revise it again. If and when is it? Think you can get a hundred in there? I think you can, but um, they're a little bit worried about access to um, fire doors and boring and stuff like that, which is fair enough, I suppose. But in terms of um, how comedy works in this space, you'd have been proud of me. Oh, good. Genuinely, you had a backdrop and curtains and lights. Yes, all all of that. All of that. How were the curtains? because I saw photos, I didn't see any curtains. Well, it was more of a banner. It was a banner. One of your little pop-ups. Hey, uh, no. Well, I had a banner stand. Mm. Well, and I, I would, I would put this down as a under the heading two teething problems. But it, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I am proud of you, Pablo. It's harder work, isn't it, doing these little pop-up gigs? Yeah. I mean, I didn't MC it like what you do. I mean, I have done before, but. Oh, it. nobody MCs it like what I do. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> that's what I've been told. Oh, I've I, never seen it done like that before. I, I, I got <laughs> Justin Panks to MC and he, and he absolutely killed it. Great. And uh, yeah, it, it was brilliant. And I had lots of my audience that 
follow me to either Southwold or Galston there. Lots of uh, new people from the uh, uh, venue. Um, there was there were like SAS people in there and stuff. Oh, <laughs> so there wasn't going to be any trouble. Uh, well, no, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was there any trouble? No, not trouble. No, no. I'll come on to it. Okay. In the, in the, 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 we had we had difficult audience members, at least all one. Okay. Yeah, and the, yeah, one or two other things happened. Uh, I'll come on to that later, but. The axe, every axe killed it. Uh, John Mann. Can I opened. just can I just ask though, just before you go on, you cool. use the term "killed it." Yeah, and that that sounds like a bad thing. It sounds like they killed the gig. It sounds like they killed it. Smashed, smashed. I prefer smashed. Killed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's that's a traditional comedy talk. Well, he killed it. it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, sound like a good thing, does it? It's not a poetry gig, you know. I mean, it's a uh, killed it, smashed it. Smashed it. Out it. Yeah. Well, they all did. To be fair, I, I'm not going to labour uh, terminology, and whether you like it or not, I'm not. Yeah. That. I'm indifferent, to be honest. But, but yeah, I've got to say, people were coming up to me and saying, "We we come to your other gigs. We like this one the best. This is the best one yet." Oh, can you say that? That's, that's what they were saying to me. But uh, what I will say. At the end of every gig, you always get a couple of people saying that was the best one yet. So yeah, I have know. people coming up to my gigs saying they've been to your gigs and mine was the best. What do you think about that? I think it's a lie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, it's let's, a lie. let's move on. Oh, so you don't, you think, oh, okay, that's interesting. You think my intimate little gigs with stars of the comedy world uh, don't beat your big theatre gigs? I think they're different. I mean, I've got... No, they are. Uh, yeah, I think they're all different experiences, aren't they? I, like, the, the people appreciate seeing a decent act in a, in a smaller venue, don't they? They do. They, they they love it. And some people aren't really into the big theatre things, are they? Yeah, it's too, too formal for them. Yeah. Yeah. That does happen. That does happen. Move on. Now, you've put, Hugh, do you think you are? Now, yeah. I was going to say, before we were recording... You can't say that because it hasn't been announced. Well, and let me just, it has now. Let me just ask, right? Is it all right for an older male to show pictures of his ass to vulnerable youngsters? Um, no, no, is the answer. So why is Sam Smith doing it over and over again? Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, he's uh, simulating bum sex and getting his bum out. And 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 not he's he's not paying children. They're paying him. They're paying him to watch hmm. with parental consent. With, yeah, the world has gone mad. Interesting. So, yeah. are you saying that um, Hugh Edwards is should should be let off of showing his ass to vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable youngsters? It's a weird one, isn't it? You have to wait for the details. I'm not sure it's weird, Pablo. I think. Well, we what? don't know the details, do we? Do you know the details, guy? No, no, I, no. I, I've only only what I've found on comedy forums and Facebook, um, which is a lot of people making the same joke that you've made. Who could it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and I, so I, on. I saw that in a Alan Partridge Facebook group. That's a who do you think you are? Yeah. Um, so yeah, but hey, it's been a busy week for some people, hasn't it? It's, it's definitely been a busy week for bloody Hugh. What's his name? Yeah. Apparently, his wife made a statement not 45 minutes ago 
saying, uh, yeah, he's been accused of something. He's now in hospital and he's mentally unwell. Oh, it's taking its toll, has he? It's taking its toll, yeah, yeah. So, you know, whilst we sort of glibly sort of um, troll through somebody else's misery for the sake of... Now, the Sun Sun newspaper had all that information and when it came out that the... uh, the police had interviewed and everything, and that the actual young person that was involved didn't want this to to escalate, but it was the parents of that person who were pushing for it. Um, then they found somebody else, didn't they? It was like, oh, this might go away, so we've got to ramp it up a bit, and they found yeah. somebody else now, yeah. a second person who has I, I saw some that, involvement. I saw that there was four in total. Oh, is that four now? Yeah, that's what I saw. I don't know how true it is. And also, I don't know if these are kids. I mean, I mean the, the first one was apparently 17 when uh, money changed hands, and it's, and it's 20 now. Yeah. So, you know. Does that make it all right? Well, I don't know. What's the right? cut-off age for getting your tits out for newsreaders? It's a weird one, isn't it? It's, I mean, if you go on OnlyFans, there's loads of that going on there. What's OnlyFans, Pablo? You know, have you not heard of the phenomena? Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, the phenomena must... of something called OnlyFans. What's yeah. that, Pablo? Oh, the, you know about this. It came around during, I'm sorry, during, during the pandemic. Go on. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, people get their bits out and then uh, people pay people to... What, young people? All kinds of people. Oh, you can go on there if you want. If you want to Not get... if young people, Pablo. Is that what, why are you going if, if on you, there? I don't go on there. I just know about it. But if you wanted to get your tally whacker out, yeah, uh, and and uh, leave it there, if somebody wants to sort of scroll past it and they like the look of your tally whacker, they can subscribe to you and they can pay you money for you to bloody perform for extra content. It's a bit like this podcast, then, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, it, well, it, it, I say it is, but like, just to be clear, if you're a patron, you're not getting a look at either of us as a, in, in the muddy. That's well, not I think, Pablo, that might be, you know, a different tier of subscription. I'm up for it if it if it pays the bills. Uh, I don't think I. Can am. you hold the camera then? No, I'm not looking at your man. No, you can, you can, uh, no. Okay, well, I'll look into this in much more depth. Let's move on. You've had gigs as well. Tell, tell, I have. Tell, tell us all about them. Well, I had three gigs at the Bear and Bells on Thursday last week with Scott Bennett and Jerry Kay. Nice. That was a great lineup. I'll tell you what, having Scott Bennett in the house, he is such a lovely bloke. Yeah, yeah. A, such a nice bloke, and he, and he loved Norfolk. I, th- I think. Jerry and Scott were on the same bill at Southall for me one, oh, one time. Yeah, yeah. And then Friday, we were out in the marquee at the White Horse, 100 oh, yeah. people or more um, in the in the marquee. They all yeah. crammed in, and it was a cracking gig. Really good. I was actually, somebody said, hey, you're funny tonight. Oh, that was a, oh, that was a good thing. Oh, uh, good. I needed to step it up a bit for that one. So can I just say, yeah. I, I went into the White Horse with Mrs. Pablo for Sunday lunch, and uh, uh, Simon was very, very appreciative of what you did. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, and he does a great job too, and his team. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, I was in Wingfield, and that was a slightly smaller gig. There was only forty or, or fewer in that one uh, with Tony Law and uh, someone called Danny Posthill, who did your gig. He yeah, he came came over, made but... it in time. Impressionist Danny Postal. Ah, yeah. yeah. And he was brilliant. They loved him. 
great opening and Tony closed. And I was a little bit worried because they're not the most comedy savvy audience. And uh, having Tony on, it was, a you know, any promoter would say, yeah, that could be a risk for a certain demographic. Yeah, and yeah. They, he, he, he smashed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally killed it. <laughs> he did. It was brilliant. And they loved him. And then he, he scooted off home. He stayed at mine. And uh, over the over the two nights, yeah, really nice having him around. He doesn't normally do that. Yeah. It was quite an honour to have him. Yeah. Because uh, he he does not do staying at promoters' houses, not in his old years. I was going to come to Chad Gray, but you know when I got sort of uh, whacked, shunted from behind? Yeah. I was still feeling it, you know. When's, Friday, when's the Friday. check coming through? I think I might have to force it. I, 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 they've gone quiet on me, so I think I might have to go the uh, no wind, no been, fever. Have you been for a check-up? I live with a nurse. No, but you need to go to a doctor. What? Mm, and then they, that. and then you know, you need to go to a doctor and and let him see just how bad it is. And you know, I can give you some acting what skills. What are you going to do? Uh, Put me in an MRI scanner? I don't no, think no. So. They, they just ask you to look at your feet and then look up, look to the left, look to the right. And if you do that with enough of an expression on your face that says, "Well, oh, that's painful," then uh, they can sign it off for you. Years ago, I was uh, genuinely knocked off my push bike in Soho when I was a cycle courier. I went absolutely flying ass over tits, and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't work. Um, I couldn't cycle anymore. I had to take a few weeks off because my leg was busted, big old bruise, and couldn't cycle. So I, 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 uh, I did put a claim in, and it was. By the time they sorted out all the paperwork, and they, they sent me to see a doctor actually on Harley Street, um, I went along, and uh, this doctor came out. and He said, "Right, Mister Don," he said, "Right, I want to take your shoes off and just." Uh, walk across the room and I, t- I took one shoe off I was actually wearing boots at the time I took one boot off and he went oh that'll do that'll do now walk across the room of course it looked like I was limping because I only had one mm-hmm. boot on and he went mmm I see and I was, I'm like but I've only got and he's and he, and he motions motions to me to shut up like, like and I'm like, oh, oh I, I get you yeah oh, I get you right so he was just satisfying himself that he's seen me limp oh lovely yeah, leave yeah. one shoe on so if you go to the doctor and he says take your shoes off, be careful because you might bend down to do that, and then you, you know, there might be a trick question. Take your shoes off and you bend down under your laces, stand up, and he'll go, Yeah, I gotcha. You had no problem doing that, did you? You're talking about bombing again? No, I'm talking. No, I'm not, Pablo. You are. I'm talking about whiplash. All right. For the listener, there was about four bits about bombing in the last episode that got cut out, and it's probably good. Guys, wondering where we'll cut this bit out. So. Well, let's. Uh, well, no, I'm thinking of OnlyFans. <laughs> Sounds like something. <laughs> now you've put. I joined a cult. Yes, yes, I did. I'm going to say this out loud. I joined Slimming World with Mrs. Pablo. I was there last night, and you know what? It is like a cult. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a nice lady. I'd say she must be in her 60s, but very energetic, uh, very northern. I think she said she was from Southport. And, uh, yeah, it's very very charismatic as well. But it was all like, oh, I'm mad we are. What, what, what we like us? It's mad here. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him and all of this. It was like, I felt like I was in the bloody, you know, uh, fast show or, or uh, what's that other one? The one with the little, fat fighters and all that, little Britain. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, it was. I was sat there pissing myself, laughing all the way through it, and yeah. my toes were bloody curling. I think I can help you, Pablo. 
I don't think you need Slimming World. I think all you need is to lay off the ales because that's where all your... That's, honestly, mm. you like a beer, don't you? Well, anyway, look, stop discouraging me. I'm going to do it. So, so yeah. I'm not discouraging you. I signed no, up for 12 it. weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm currently a 15 stone 10 lump. Do you know what? I was, I was pleased with that. How many kilograms is that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Somebody will have to Google that because I... I yeah. Why are you cent- interested? Why are you interested in converting measurements? Because then I can tell you how much I weigh. I don't know how many stone I am. I reckon I'm about 12 and a half. Well, anyway. About 13, 14. 80 14. kilos. What's that? Uh, yeah. yeah. How many kilos? Oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't you, matter. Are you 80 kilos? That's about... Like that. It's about 14 stone, in it? Yeah, I've seen that go up. No, it's not 14 stone. Yeah, easily. No. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Pablo, for doing the Slimming World yeah. cult extravaganza. How long have you got to do that for? Uh, 12 weeks. That'll take me up till September. Do they? Do, do you have to pay for it? Of course you've got to pay for it. People don't just turn up and work for nothing. How much is it? I don't know. It works out about five or six quid a week, something like that. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. About the price of a pint. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It'll help me out. I've done it before and I've dropped loads of weight. So I'll do it again. Good. Yeah. Getting ready for getting... Are you getting wedding slim? Is that what it is? I quite. Well, it's, it's the thing is, I, I don't want to get measured up for a suit whilst I'm 15 stone 10 and then be 13 stone 10 when I actually wear it. So I've got to... you know. Is that your to, goal? 30, you're going to get down to Baron... About 13 and a half stone, I reckon. Yeah, mm, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll look too skinny on that. Look, this week... Ah, yes. I got my car fixed... Yes, you did. I yeah. am over the moon. Yeah. You remember was. my car? Yeah, you thought it was going to cost you and about all our like listeners, a thousand pounds or something. All our listeners have been wondering, oh, is he getting it fixed? How much did it cost? You know. Um, so I took it to that garage near you, and he was like, well, it's hundreds of pounds, thousands maybe, remember that? And he said, oh, it could be this, and it could be that, and if it's that, it's going to be that much, and blah, blah, blah. Took it to Lyle at LRP. And I I put some money aside thinking it was going to be about 800 quid or more, right? Took it to Lyle at LRP in Chedgrave. Yeah. And he had it for a day and a bit. And he fixed, yes, Spoggle socket in Wangle shaft. And he fixed it. It was a... Spoggle socket. No, it wasn't. It was a gasket for the thermostat. And... Means about the same to me. No, no. You know what a gasket is. And you know what a thermostat is. Thermostat measures heat. What's a gasket? So the the thermostat opens up when it gets hot and it lets it all go around the system. And a sproggle noggin or what? A wangle shaft. A wangle shaft, yeah. I don't know what that is. Anyway, took it to him. He had it for a day and a bit. Did that. He even had parts he could have fitted but didn't because they didn't need it in the end, which is reassuring. £294, inclusive of VAT. That's very good. Very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So now I've got a bit of money that I put aside for the other thing. Great. Yeah. I can go on holiday now. Whoa. And the, the other guy even said, no, I wouldn't even bother doing it if I were you. That was his words. Wow. And that's why I put my car on Facebook Marketplace for a week. <laughs> I was going to sell the car because I thought, oh, I can't. I just can't justify spending over a £1,000 or whatever. On an old car. On a, Well, yeah, it's only 15 years old. That's not overly old, is it? But there you go. Yeah, probably uh, too young to send photographs to or get them from. 
riding my 15 year old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Praise B. And uh, you've put new listener. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, there's a, a chap called John Battersby out there in Corfu with his lovely wife, Joel. He's uh, he's going to be my best man, and he's got in touch this week to say he started listening to the pod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether or not he'll hear this when he's whilst he's still on the sunbed or not, I don't know. If he's there for nine days, he's your best man. He, he is. Yeah. I wonder what I, he's going to say about the podcast in I, your in his speech. I, I've known I've known him since I was like four or five. He's Hello, a, John and Joe. John genuinely is it, it, nobody makes me laugh like what John does. Oh, and I know. Actual comedians. So, you know, I'm looking forward to his speech. I'm sure it'll be hilarious. No pressure, John. Is he married to Joe? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Were you is, his yeah. best man? No. Oh, he found a better man. Yeah, he found a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you a weird thing, though. Sorry, just um, John and I lost touch for ages. And then he got married whilst he was out of touch. But that kind of thing sort of used to happen before social media. Yeah. And, you know, we by chance we got back in touch again. Yeah, because, I mean, and obviously you'd already made all these arrangements before we got doing this podcast. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure I'd be your best man, wouldn't I, Pablo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay, though. I don't feel bad, uh, you know. I don't feel bad about it. I look forward to meeting John. You don't want to come to Benidorm, do you? That's, you no. don't, don't fancy it. <laughs> no, I can't think of anything worse than going for a stag do in Benidorm. It's going to be... I honestly can't. It's going to be bare heaven. Well, and then, no, no, it's not, because you've got a marathon to run about a week later. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to slow it down a bit towards the end of the stag do. Yeah, God, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm going to dummy train, and I'll be on the... <laughs> I, I, I'll be just... Uh, down in me training by that point. Now you've put Danny Boy, or is oh, it, or is it Danny Boy? Yes, that Danny Postal. Oh uh, yes, an extremely gifted and charismatic um, comedian and impressionist and singer as well, actually, and author. Oh. So, so, so you had the pleasure on Saturday night. So did I. Um, afterwards. Uh, after the gig, we kind of stuck around and sort of chewed the fat and had a beer and and uh, yeah, no, it was nice. It was nice to sort of see him. And uh, when uh, when I bumped into him at the start of the gig, he was there before I got there. He was reading the Sun newspaper uh, because his mate was in it. Which mate? Uh, Bobby Davro. Ah. He was going, oh, I'm reading this because my mate's in it. I think he, I well, think he didn't want to look like he was a Sun reader. Well, let me tell you, right. In a couple down, you, you, you would have said to me, you've put Inspector Soapy Titwank. <laughs> right. right. So after after the gig, and uh, by, by the way, I've got to say praise be to uh, Danny. He's written a book called The Non-Essential Worker, which he wrote during lockdown. Go and buy it, and you can get it from steelcitypress.co.uk. Have you bought it? Uh, Mrs. Pablo bought it. Oh, yeah, did he have yeah. some copies with him? He had some copies oh, with him, lovely. and I think he sold eight. He sold eight there on the night. Yeah, so he did all very right. Nice. That's like ten um, percent of the audience. Very know. good, very good. And, and there are some people who didn't get a chance to get one, so you can go and get it from there. And I'll leave a link on the uh, Promoter Mouse page. So get get that. But Inspector Soapy Titwang. Yeah, right? what's that all about? So, so earlier on, I was sort of saying we were in the green room, and there's a few sort of gregarious characters in there. Um, Danny um, gets a FaceTime call from Bobby Davro, right? 
So um, my, my, my friend who's the uh, police officer, I won't say her name in case you get her into trouble, but she, <laughs> she said, oh, is it, that's, that's, uh, that's Bobby Darrow. Show us then, show us. us. And, and as she leans over to, to the phone, like her cleavage sort of droops forwards and he, come, he comes out with some stuff. He said, oh, well, I want my punching that out, this girl. <laughs> Uh, and, and, which he said as a joke, which was well received. And um, but he was in the car whilst holding a pint of beer. So at this point, um, it, my friend put put it out there. Well, I'm actually uh, in, inspector. <laughs> yeah, she said. Oh, I mean, his his retort straight back was, "Yeah, inspector, soapy tip back," and <laughs> which. It was one of them, you had to be there moments. But <laughs> yeah. it was like, oh, it's just, just surreal. You don't expect yeah. to, um, Bobby Davro to be on a uh, on the end of a face down call. And you certainly don't expect him to be calling your police officer friend, Inspector Soapy Titwag. <laughs> she will now be forever. Forever. Be Inspector Soapy. Brilliant. That, that will never end. Love that. I've put Norfolk... Yes, Norfolk is The good. county of Norfolk. Yes. Uh, it's lovely, isn't it? Well, it is. We've said it before, but praise be to Norfolk. And, and when people like Scott Bennett come down and they have a day in a hotel uh, or after the hotel, they've got to wander around and they tell you and remind you just how lovely it is and they wander off. And even Scott came back and he had been chatting to his missus saying, yeah, we should look down in, in Norfolk, down the Broadsway. Um, you know, considering after a day's visit, Mm. Upping sticks and moving down here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that would be good, wouldn't it? It would be good. Yeah. Um, but let me just say, if you're a comedian, it makes life a little bit harder. But please do it. We had not a, for us, it doesn't. Not for us, it doesn't. We had Tanley Lee Davis living on the doorstep. Yeah. She headlined for me a few times. Yeah. It's, she, it's only an hour she, and forty-five to London on the train. You could yeah. be, and and you can be. Back on the last one at half eleven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's, it's good, not bad. Good, if reach London and yeah. a lot. Of, a lot of gigs locally that uh, Kai and I can sort of put you in touch with. But so it was a glorious day in the sunshine. Too hot to be setting up the gig at, at midday. It was just roasting in the in the marquee. Yeah, it was. But hot. it was the best of everything. And there was Scott Bennett playing bowls with Simon Peck on the bowling green. I saw that. Teaching him yeah, to yeah, to, to yeah. do some bowls. And uh, Scott won. Oh. Scott won after two ends, as they call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Really nice, really just a glorious time. So praise be to Norfolk. It's lovely yeah. to be down here in this weather, yeah, isn't nice, it? It's nice to sort of show it off when people come along from outside. Norfolk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when they come a long way and they're, they're and also acts that maybe, you know, in their minds they could be somewhere else, a bigger, better place, they think, but they come down, have a glorious time. Yeah. And then they do the gig and that also went swimmingly. Go away with uh, good memories. I saw Scott's Good Facebook, people, good Facebook. people. Scott's Facebook Live, wandering along by the uh, river in Beckles. Yeah, so I mean, he was nice. trying to have a run. It's not midday. It was roasting hot. So, yeah, it was hot. keeping fit. You've put oh. beer from John Mann. Oh, yes, I did. There's beer from John Mann. It's in the car. Lovely. Damn it. Damn it. Yes, thank you, John. Cheers very much. Um, I will get it out of the car and uh, pass over some of it to Kai. I can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm going I'm to hold back because as I... Second night on Slimming World. No, this is the first day on Slimming World. I went last night. Must, must admit, I went, well, to, went to Greg's yesterday. My last Greg's before uh, before the regime starts. But today's my first day on it, so I can't really have a beer. Well, the last time John bought you beer, I reminded him. I said, oh, you got some beer for Pablo, didn't you? 
Is that because you like him more than me? And he said he didn't, didn't think I'd drink beer. He thought I was a lager man. Well, you are. Well, kind of, yeah. I'll drink yeah. anything. You will drink anything. Yeah. Especially if you've got four more. And if it's free. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... There you go. Yes. We're uh, we're doing well this week, aren't we? We've got we've got all the stars. Dara O'Brien. Yeah, thanks, Dara. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for contributing. That was brilliant. Yeah, I yeah. was wondering what he was up to. We got um, old this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Thanks, uh, Dara. Uh yes, so you you've, put, oh I've put Pointless Punters. What's this about, Guy? Pointless punters. Yeah. Um people that come to my gigs and they're not really there for the comedy. It happened to uh, with a few people on Saturday, they turned up, they came in for a bit, they watched the first act, who was brilliant, and she was laughing all the way through, then spent the the next part in the garden, and then I didn't see her again. She sort of wandered off. There was another couple who sat in the room next to the comedy, and they could have moved their chairs to an angle where they could see through the door. It's like separated with these big sliding doors. They could have seen through the door to the stage where the comedy was on. But they were staring at the side of the audience and refused to move when asked several times by people saying, well, no, you can move and watch it from there. Um, what's the point? I don't know. I've had this before. It's pointless, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I've had this before. It, 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 it's normally a group of them, and one, once the uh, the ringleader decides to sit in there, no one's moving. I've well, had exactly yeah. this before. And and it happened to be another the same people who would complained about their soup or something earlier on as well. So they were kind of in a weird. And then on Friday, there was a group that came, watched the first act, sat in the garden chatting through the middle acts, and then. Came back for the headliner, um, which I just think, you know, doesn't seem, it seems a bit odd anyway, because they, they clearly came for a comedy night. Yeah. And they've sort of picked and choose, chose their way through the night. I don't, I don't get that. Um, I don't get it either. I mean, you get some, some people, they just want a beer and they, I think, I think some people view the comedy like the entertainment. So, like, if there was a guitarist in the corner singing bloody, ah, singing, you know, old classic tunes. Mm. They'd prefer that because they can chat. And they, they kind of think that the acts, that the talent is there to just be there and be optional. Yeah, You get one or two people that do that, they don't fully buy into it. It really, it, the setup really helps. I mean, I, I said before, the Kitchener's gig, intimate, everyone pointing in the right direction. You'd look a bit of a knobhead if you suddenly started talking there. It was that intimate. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've had it before in the Ocean Room where it's bigger People just think they it's fine for them to just just start talking and not be a part of it. You know, it was a, it was a bloke it. and his wife, and he was sat there not even staring at the, and they were both just sat there staring into blankness, like listening to it on the radio. And I just think it's a bit odd, and they're making you feel like you're hassling them by asking them to move. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. So I put pointless punters. There's a lot of social anxiety. Mind you, as well. I'm. I, They've they've spent money on tickets, so I'm not I'm not you know I'm not, not that fast. Not completely pointless. No, got your money, mate. You can stay where you, you can sit where you like. <laughs> You'd be surprised if they're coming back now. You can go and sit in your car if you like. If they're going to sit like with the backs to it or next to it, they're not going to enjoy it. So it's not they're no. going to you know they're not going to go away th- saying that was a brilliant night. Yeah, I can guarantee it. Um, yeah, that was a bit of an odd one. 
Uh, anyway, there you go. Now let's move on to parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave in brackets the local bit. There you go. That's good, isn't it? Get that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's the voiceover guy. It's the voiceover guy. Yeah, yeah. They all want a piece of it, don't they, Pablo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wonderful thing. Um, Yeah, the X Factor bloke, as I call him. Yeah, yeah. He's got a name. He likes me calling him that. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is is he a neighbour of yours or something? I was just passing. Have you got a spare bottle of milk or a cup of sugar? Yeah, yeah. He's always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a parcel. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Um, Now then, uh, you've put tread carefully. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, in the absence of a a gold story this week, I've got a gold story. Go on. Well, we've featured uh, the absolute fantastic uh, entertainer and clairvoyant, Steve Treadaway, before on this. Yes. And... uh, yeah, apparently he was at a goal, and uh, um, he, he had a uh, he had a difficult night because he turned up to uh, do spiritual readings, uh, summon the dead for the uh, for the people that came along, and uh, it didn't happen for him. No spirits were forthcoming. No spirits, absolutely none. That's a disappointment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, the uh, I wonder if that happens often. Apparently, it does happen every now and then. And he, he he does say uh, sometimes it does happen. And didn't the girl have to refund all the tickets? They did, and they... Uh, they didn't handle it very well, did they? I don't think they handled it that well. I, th- I think they did a post on their Facebook entitled uh, Steve Treadaway. What was it? How did they entitle it? They put his name in the, in the head. They did, and, and uh, it made... I, I don't think it was particularly fair. I, I guess they were disappointed that they had to refund tickets or, or whatever, Um but do, doing it in that way, if I had a bad gig, let's say, yeah. and, an, and an act came and they were terrible, yeah. I wouldn't be putting that on my Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. And I would certainly, if I was refunding people, I would do it through just through the same way that they got their tickets. I yeah, would yeah. phone them up and sort it out individually. To, it, to be fair to them, they did delete the post, but not before I've read a lot of people making personal comments about Stephen, which really wasn't No, wasn't that's out, absolutely out of order. You know, if there were no jokes forthcoming from my gig, it was a, you know, it's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. disappointing. Yeah. But if you go there to have your, uh, have your spirits summoned mm. and there are no spirits coming, I oh. could be a clairvoyant, could I you reckon. Know? Could you? Yeah, if that's... If that's Oh, yeah. A possible outcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd be one every time. I reckon the spirits just didn't fancy their uh, carvery. Yeah, and I think... I, it, and I wouldn't blame them. I think they've been reading... Yeah, they, they might have been at their at the Christmas meal. They, they, might, be, they might be listeners. They might, they might have heard our um, review of the Christmas meal. Yes, yeah. yeah. That could be the point. Yeah, that, that could be it. Yeah. So if anything... That's the seagull news for this week, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> More seagull news at another time. Great. There was a seagull story. I forgot to add it to the thing, and now I can't find it. I'll find it for next week. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, listeners, there'll be more seagull news. It's not going I mean, away. You were talking to someone the other day, and you said, oh, we do a thing called seagull news, and Kai hates it. Yeah, you do, don't you? Well, I'm not a fan. Well, it's, just, uh, you know, it's not in here this week. It's not in it this week, but it'll be back. All things in moderation. Yeah. And I like it more knowing it gets under your, under your skin. 
Mm. It, it makes me, you know, yeah. it gives me a warm feeling inside. Yeah, I don't know why. I've put Beecham Arms Poster Gate. Now, I was wandering through the high street in Loddon and something caught my eye. It was a poster that had been put onto a wall of, a, of a, an empty business and on closer inspection, it had been wallpaper pasted oh. to the wall making it impossible to remove pretty much well not impossible because i removed it it was for a, it was for a gig that was ended on the weekend so this was after the event but um i went to um i went straight onto the facebook pages uh, the groups and said oh as a responsible promoter i think wallpaper pasting your posters to the walls of businesses in beautiful rural market towns is bad practice. Did you actually get in touch with them? No. Oh, you thought you'd uh, get in touch with them by the medium of podcast? No, I just thought I'd share my, my uh, annoyance that they, oh. they were doing that. Oh. Yeah. Why, would you have got in touch with them? It's not my business. You'd look a bit of a twat, wouldn't you? Hello, I just found your post. Yeah, I think they had, what they had, they'd had a bit of a rave up. It was a proper rave with like 13 DJs, you know. It's, it's where all the kids were going to do their ketamine, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm guessing. And it's, a, it's a weird old place. Do you know a few weeks ago I did a 15-mile run and um, I, I finished it at the Beach Marms. Yeah. Mrs. Pablo came and picked me up. It was bloody close. It was like 1 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Mm. And, I, and I told myself, I'll get to the Beach Marms, I'll have a crisp cold pint of lager after the 15 mile run in the sunshine did she so bring you a coldie is that what it was she did that, bring me yeah. coldie but she had to because i was going to get get one get a nice pint from the beach of Marms and they were closed mm. they're, 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 they're saving everything for the evening aren't they and must be I, I guess so but yeah i think though putting up posters like that is wrong mm. you don't wallpaper paste them to to buildings yeah, they probably paid somebody to do it. Yeah, it, it was, was a kid. It was the children, wasn't it? It was a children's event, massive weekend rave. Yeah, no, but you can pay people to put posters up and stuff for you. Not wallpaper pasting them, surely. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's not Edinburgh Festival, yeah. is it? It's it. It was just. A, it's something that you see in the, in the bigger cities, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Bill posters will be prosecuted. Yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. Um. Yeah. So that. That that was one thing that you're, happened in London. You're, you're absolutely outraged, aren't you? I was I was really annoyed by it because I you know it gives us poster it gives us responsible poster um, stickers put up us a, a really bad name. Yeah, you still bitter that somebody pulled down your poster. Yeah, somebody did it in the uh, in the kebab shop as well. What pulled it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who, who who could we have an, as an enemy? Well, they've got CCTV in the in the kebab shop. So if it happens again, I'll say, oh, have a word. I'll have a word. I'll say, can I just see who did that? And then, uh, yeah, I think I have an idea who it is. Yeah. And it's not who I thought it was before. It's somebody else now. Oh, Oh, anyway, let's move on. So, so many enemies. Anyway, and I've put Lodden and Chedgrave without the Kai. Oh, yes. Because there's a group that I've been banned from, Pablo. Oh, yes. Yep. I'm not allowed to post on it, yeah, apparently, well, because I'm a shaft of shit. Not everyone likes you, Kai. No, not everyone likes me. And they don't like me by association. Uh, apparently, I'm a member of shaft of shit, or whatever they're called. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, they're not. you could be a member of somebody else's comedy venture. Yeah, well, that I'm, I'm guilty not. by association, yeah. Pablo. Anyway, um, 
whatever I've done to upset that person, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, hey, there you go. Ah, oh, there's a lot of love in this pod. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So now I'm not allowed to post there, but you know, it's only got 86 people, so it's not like I'm missing out. Let's move on to opinion whores. You put threads. Threads. <laughs> Are you a member of Threads? I am. Yeah. What yeah. do you think of that then? Threads. It's a. It, it, it's it's a safe space so far, and everyone being nice to each Everyone's other. Everyone's being nice, and actually, it's it's like you're being a part of it. It's something new and fresh. Yeah. And yeah, I I think it's a bit like um, everything that Twitter wishes it was at the moment. It's a bit shit though. That's its only downfall. What what's shit about it? Well. It doesn't keep you there, and it's a bit confusing. I don't think it's that good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll try and keep an open mind. And also, it's there's too many already, aren't there? Well, I'm not into Twitter, and I'm not actually using threads, but it's connected to your Instagram account. Yeah. And now, do you know you cannot delete your threads account without deleting your Instagram account? Yeah. You can deactivate it, but you can't delete it. I don't think you can delete Facebook either. I think you can only de- deactivate it. St- st- sticks around forever. Wow. It'll outlive you. I mean, it's a, it'll be like a, an electronic um, fossil. Mm. I was playing around with it during the lockdown, Facebook. And you know there's a thing where you can um, pass it over when you die. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you can choose somebody yeah, yeah. who can access your Facebook account when you're dead. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, oh, there's the thing. So I set it up with Emmy's name and it started worrying her a little bit <laughs> because it was the middle of lockdown. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. And then she gets this thing saying, OK, you can have access when he's dead. Why, well, why are you setting that up, Kai? <laughs> uh-huh. It was a bit dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is a bit dark. Yeah. Well, when it, I, when it's I, there to be done. When uh, MySpace was, I think, um, I had a little venture into... Um, making video games i wasn't good at the coding but i had a mate who was and uh he, he would make games and i'd give him ideas one game i thought he'd make for me was a game called i wanted to call it scouseman which is almost racist to scousers but it was ba- loosely based upon pac-man except you were in a store nicking stuff whilst being chased <laughs> by um, you can't but, do but whilst being chased by store detectives so think think uh pac-man but with a you know and, and then you'd have a a special brew or a Red Bull, and he'd get extra energy and be able to whiz around a bit faster. He was going to do it, he was going to do it. But he did another game, and he, and he put a, a music track that I did, he added it to it. But around about this time, the reason why I'm telling you this, I was absolutely convinced that what we should do is have an online graveyard, because nobody done it, so you'd have shrines to go to when people die. That's actually online. So, uh, well, it's like your Facebook account, isn't it? Well, that came along after and sort of pissed all over my idea. Okay. Yeah, but, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Opinion whores. What do you think of threads? Good, bad, ugly? Uh, Not ugly at the moment. Yeah, don't really. I have, I have I, got I, interactions. I haven't have much of an opinion. I, I had an interaction, interaction with uh, uh, Pete Butler, Patreon on there. On there, yeah. But yeah. you do tend to have been force-fed all your friends list from your Instagram account and your yeah. Facebook. So you'll find yourself, oh, so-and-so's added you and is following you and, and, and so on. Uh, 
and you are, uh, there are some interactions with people who never interact on any other f- platform. I tell you what, there's a lot of people that I put on silent because they were doing me heading suddenly reappeared. Oh, Watch out for that. Okay. Yeah. I will look out for that. I've put Sam Fox at 16. Ah, I think I know where we're going with this. Yeah. Because I've seen this on Twitter. This is an opinion. Um, opinion whores bit. So... Sam Fox was photographed topless when she was 16 years old, and those photos were put into the sun on page three. Correct? Correct. And they're still out there now. And the reason why it's news at the minute is because the sun is uh, giving it a big one about... Uh, it, it's been judgmental about... About him paying money for pictures from a 17-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and the sun had a 16-year-old on page three with the tits out. In 1986, it was widely a social norm to look at a 16-year-old's pair of tits because they were in the sun. And I, I think they had a countdown for, uh, what's her name, the Welsh singer lady, what's she called? Charlotte Church. They had a countdown, didn't they? Like, when she was 16. What, did they? Apparently, yeah, because, like, she was legal. And then, and the sun wanted to say, whoa. Oh my God. We, yeah, she's legal. Mm. Which is, you know, it's, at the time... And there were probably people who uh, didn't like it, but on the main, it was a, uh, it was a bit grubby, but like nothing more than that. Right. Yeah. So, times have changed. They certainly have. Mm. Sam yeah. Fox is uh, is absolutely fine with it. She, she's not going back saying, "Oh, that they they um, they exploited me" or anything like that. She did all right out of it, didn't she? Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's entitled to her opinion. So she did that. And I think the, it was under the under the um, conditions that her father didn't look at the pictures. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I bet he did. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wrong or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. It's Diane Abbott. That's fantastic. Yep. She yeah, was on the brilliant. X-22. Oh, yeah. Going from Norwich to Lowestoft. Brilliant. And, uh, yeah, and, and she, she uh, accosted you and said, oh, can I do a bit for your pod? Well, I was actually chatting to somebody about the podcast and she went, oh, put motor mouse. Or whatever she does yeah, it, um, yeah. and um, so I said yes. Was, did she mean to get on the X twenty three? She was meant to be on the X two, <laughs> and she oh. ended up coming through Loddon. That's a happy um, accident. That was a happy accident. Yeah, and um, fantastic. Thank you, Diane. Yeah, fantastic, Diane. Fantastic. But thank you. <laughs> it's fantastic. This gets weirder and weirder. It this does. Pod, this, it? Pod, this, is, this is an absolutely superb pod, full of everything. Yeah. I wonder who we'll meet for next week. <laughs> no, you've put no sweary Karen. Yeah, I had a weird one, Kai. I had a weird one. Do you remember the time that somebody accosted me at Southwold at um, a break time in a gig? And I started going, are you the person that, um, are you the company that runs this gig? I'd like to make a complaint, please. Well, I had a very similar was thing. Was that about the Nazi reference? Yeah, it was. Mm. But, but I had a very similar thing on, on, uh, on Saturday night. Go on. It was a weird thing. 
And I start, and I recognise it. Part when, when so sometimes an audience members they know that you're on the gig, and they catch your eye. And nine times out of ten, they they, they just want to say they're having a great time and you've well done for putting on a good night and all that, which is fine. But every now and then, you're looking at somebody and you can see in the eye, you're thinking, then they're not happy that they're going to say something. <laughs> and and this is one of those times. She had the same look in her eye, and the guy didn't like the Auschwitz reference. Uh, the guy thought he was the only person in the world ever to be offended by bloody Auschwitz. But anyway... This lady come up to me and she said, "Why did I have to swear?" Okay, I, I was like, "Oh, uh, uh, I was sort of a bit stuck." And, and honestly, I've got to formulate a way how to handle this because I, I currently haven't got the skill set to handle well somebody complaining during a gig when I've got a lot of things on. So she said, "She, she says, why did I have to swear?" I said, "Well, um, have you been to a comedy gig before?" Well, I've not comedy. So, well, you understand that, you know, you come to a comedy gig, there might be the odd word that you, Yeah, but why did I have to? I said, well, have you, have you seen comedy before? She said, John Bishop? I said, you've seen him on the telly? And she said, yes. Yes, I've seen him on the telly. I said, but if you'd have seen him live at a comedy club, you'd hear him swear. And she went, oh. And, she, and then she looked at me and she said, but why? Why do they have to? Why is it necessary? And I thought, what, what does she want me to say? Mm. So I, I, I just said, I'm not going to debate this with you. And I stopped it with that. Then she looked at me, and it completely stopped in the tracks. And then she just walked off. I don't think she, I think she went out and didn't come back in again. Okay, swearing, yeah. Swear. I mean, I would say go and ask the act themselves. Go and ask them. I wasn't the one swearing. Well, <laughs> I well, think for I, a I gig like for a gig like that, a one-off with with uh, a a new audience, let's say, which a yeah. lot of them were, you might be mindful of that because you don't want to put them off of comedy. But again, I, I'm a little bit like that with um, with Wingfield in particular because they're a certain demographic, and uh, they don't like the swearing too much there. I think, but some acts will um, agree to that. But the one for me, I've had that in the past. Um, yes, she can get into the into there. She can, you know, she's got a, every right to not like the swearing. Uh, but uh, I had a gig I told you before with Mitch Ben headlining, and he's got a song where he where he uh, yeah fuck everyone. He goes to all the different nations saying why that we should you know fuck the Italians, fuck the French, fuck this uh, oh, yeah, Swiss, yeah. and, and yeah. on and on. And he picks something. Anyway, halfway through that song, the owner of the venue, the campsite, waved him down. In the middle of the song, made him stop. She was waving her arms in front of him, made him stop, and she shouted out at him, right up to his face, Why can't you say bloody or bugger? <laughs> and we've had a problem with swearing there ever since. So, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, every, every time they're all on eggshells, so I've had to tell the acts that are coming in uh, on Saturday. People are so self-righteous, aren't they? But that was, a, that was a bit of a shock, you know, to stop the gig and yeah. tell them to not swear well this lady i saw she she'd have stopped the gig if she if she had any any uh, oh, semblance of control over okay. it. i could tell have i met people like her? there's no way i'm not been... sure she should go into hell fire and damnation i think shithousery maybe but you know well that's where i put it yeah 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 we can move her back up she's out of the pits of hell let's as long as she's not near my gig moaning at me when i've got enough on 
I yeah. don't know what she wants me to do. I mean, I could have been sarcastic. All oh, right, yeah, good point. I'll tell them all to rewrite their sets and not swear for you and make no, it massively no. less funny. I think. I think. Or, when, or, or I'll, just I'll say, have a massive debate with you. Yeah, just say fuck off and don't <laughs> fucking come back. <laughs> I put non-paying punters watching from the garden. Then mingling with the acts in the intervals. Did you not control your audience? Uh, well, it was one of those where you've got the marquee. It didn't have all that. It had one end because it was really hot as well. So it had one end off and you couldn't stop people in the garden who were there for a drink anyway from hearing it. Yeah. Um, and there were some angles where you couldn't actually stop them from watching it if they really wanted to. And it wasn't that busy in the garden. Uh, it was, you know, we had a hundred in the, in the tent. But there were a couple of people um and they were watching through um and they were really enjoying it and i did say well I, I, I did sort of pass by and i did say um you can go in the tent and watch it it is ticket only and they goes no we're, we're all right here yeah, they didn't want to buy a ticket well of course of course um but then in the intervals they were going up telling the acts how good they thought they were and and taking pictures with them and that really uh-huh. Drown my gears. I was thinking, you bastard. You know, I don't mind you watching it because I didn't actually mind them watching it. I could do nothing about it. Yeah. I genuinely didn't have a problem because it was, you know, I had a hundred people and I was, I was doing all right out of that one. You know, if there were twenty in the tent and forty in the garden watching, I'd have been, that would have been a different matter. I'd have been putting curtains up everywhere, just block their view. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Then they were just having all the trappings of the gig, without actually being a part of it. And I just thought you don't, you know, you I, don't deserve that. I'd say you got off light because, in my experience, and I've, I, I always try and insist this with venues. Um, I learned the hard way. If you've got people in the audience who haven't paid, they're not invested, and they they are the ones who gobshite all over it and ruin it for others. Yeah, so no, these were just generally they yeah. were just sat they they stumbled on a comedy night and they were just watching it, and it was a beautiful day. So I yeah. didn't have a, I genuinely didn't have a problem with them staying there. It would have been nice if they did, obviously, buy a ticket or contribute or yeah. something, but no problem. It was just that they then behaved like they had bought a ticket and they were, you know, it was almost back, you know, they went backstage, really, and they were mixing with the acts. Yeah. So they can go into there, can they? Can we put them in? They just happen For to For enjoying there. themselves? Yeah, I don't think you can put them in. Because they, they, they happened to be near some comedy when it happened, and uh, they must have thought... The, the, the thought process must have been, hang on, am I in communist China and I can't go up to these people that are walking around near me? Or can I? Because I'm in a free country. I think it's the latter. Mm. And uh, I'm afraid it is a free country. And unless you made it pretty obvious that it was a, a no-go zone. Okay. Well, in that case, I think Sweary Karen was absolutely right. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think she, I think you were in the wrong there too. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Let's move on to... Oh, see who, who else um, we met. Well, who was this? Um, who said, oh, their favourite bit was contrition. Oh. And they wanted to do... Well, listen. Well, contrition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was well, that's... Uh, not uh, Kermit the Frog. Not Kermit the no, Frog. That's... Uh, um, Jordan Peterson. Jo- Jordan Peterson, uh Clinical psychologist and uh, a bloke who writes books and uh, part of the on podcaster on, on, extraordinaire. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, he said... At the forefront of social bloody... What's it was? He said... Culture wars. Can I do contrition? <laughs> like that. And yeah. I said, yeah, sure. That's fantastic, Kai. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, you know, it's such a popular pod. Well, no, I, actually what happened is I said, what's your favourite part of the Promoter Mouse podcast? And he said... Well, contrition. And so <laughs> this is the bit where we, uh, where we apologise for things. I'm going to apologise, Pablo, for foreigners that I've banned from my brand new Facebook group. All right. Yeah, there's Go a on. few of them. So I had a little scan down the members and there's quite a few... Uh, There's quite a few foreign names in there. You don't like foreigners? Well, it's not that. You know, they're like written in Russian and written in kind of Arabic and things like that. And then you check the profile briefly. I didn't do this for all 2,000 people. But um, if they looked particularly questionable, sure enough, they live uh, far, far away. They have no interest in what's happening in Loddon and the surrounding areas. And they've got no posts on their... They've got one photo and no action on their own profiles. Just dormant accounts wait, yeah. waiting to come to life and stir up shit. So it's not that it's not that I have any um, any bigoted racist kind of intentions here. Uh, but if you've got a foreign name, watch out. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but so uh, married to a Japanese lady. Yeah. So I I, I ban them. I, I'm apologising to anyone who may may genuinely live in Singapore who actually loves finding out. What, who's selling pizzas and, and what sort of uh, crochet classes they can attend mm. in the Loddon area. I, I, I genuinely am sorry if that's you. You can rejoin and we can take it from there, but that's my apology. You're, you're like Elon Musk, aren't you? You're basically trying to weed out the bots yeah. from social media. Yeah. yeah, You probably think you are like Elon Musk, don't you? No, I don't. You do? Um, no, I don't. Why, why would you, why, in what way would I think I'm like Elon Musk? Because you probably oh think. no, in fact, yeah. Because I did, I put a battery into a in, into a clock the other day and felt a bit like him. You know, you think because you've been hobnobbing with Jordan Peterson, Diane Abbott, and whoever else we've had on, that you're also a significant cultural figure. You're not. Okay. Well, we'll see. You're one half of the promoter mouse, and not even the best half. Yeah. Um, Jordan says hello. By the way. Yeah, good. Yeah, he says you're his favourite out of the two. Yeah, what did he to tell you? He said, clean your goddamn room. <laughs> so, let's... I, I think, sorry, there was one other thing you should be apologising for. Yeah, well, I'm sure I won't, but you can try me. Yeah, well, last week you were yeah. very rude about my denim shorts. Yeah, and you were insisting that I was some kind of figure of fun for wearing denim shorts. I don't think that's on. What are you laughing at? I like my denim shirts, shorts. And, and okay. you know what? There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, so, so, so sorry then. What am I apologising for? For, make, I for didn't, make, making fun of my I denim shorts. I did not. I just drew attention to the fact you were wearing them. <laughs> you did make fun uh, of them. No, I mean, how can I take that serious, seriously? No, if, if you listen back... From, from, from a man nearly 50 who, who has a bloody earring in the top of his ear. Um, do I? Yeah, well, sometimes That's fallen through, hasn't it? Oh, has it? You, yeah. You're not going on tonight. I haven't got it on. Your quest to be a little bit maverick and jaunty. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you I should get some denim shorts. I did not make fun of your denim shorts. I said, oh, wearing denim shorts. Nice. Anyway, how old are you? Like that. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Did you answer me? Um, I, I was fairly passive last week. I was just wondering how old you were with your denim shorts on. You know how old I am. I don't. Yeah, you do. I know you're older than me, and that's all that really matters. Older, wiser. Anyway, you've brought sexier. up the de- you've you've brought up the denim shorts uh, thing today. I've got nothing to complain. Uh, I've got nothing to comment on your attire today. Yeah. Uh, you've got a very nice shirt on. Mustard trousers. Yeah. Mustard chinos. Yeah, yeah. What about it? Yeah. Who doesn't like a pair of mustard chinos? Hey, look at him. He's off again. See, he should be saying sorry for. I'm sorry, Pablo. Yeah. I'm sorry for making fun of your lovely little stretchy denim shorts from Primark that really were hugging you your older, thighs. How do you know from Primark? What's it, the stretchy denim shorts? Yeah, they can't, can't just be Primark that sells stretchy denim shorts. They were, they weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so what are you asking? Well, you don't know they're not. I know my fashion. They could be Calvin and Klein. They could be. Yeah. They could be. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, today, much better. Mustard chinos. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let's bring this one to a close, Pablo. That's been very nice, hasn't it? Ah, it's good to be fun. back on the horse. Yeah, and uh, all those uh, famous people listen to the pod. Can't believe it. I love Amazing. it. I love it. And, and uh, uh, yeah, and just uh, keep them coming, folks. Keep them coming. We we never get tired of hearing from you. I'd like a... I, I think, you know, soon we'll probably have someone like Michael Barrymore back on. He, he, he might do something. Who, who would you? Who else would you like? I'd, uh, I'd like a Barrymore. You'd like a bit of a pool party. Pablo, he's not going to come on now. He doesn't need reminding of that. Well, he likes a pool party. Well, I think he doesn't anymore. Oh, right. You know? Oh, well, I think he was. Well, I haven't been invited to one for years at his house. Mm. Um, did he, how did you manage on the last one? You survive? Yes, I, I was. I'm a survivor. You I are. think, yeah. Um, no, but who who would you like to have? Um, what in terms of a uh, celebrity guests? Yeah, uh, Donald Trump would be good. I'd Donald like, Trump. I'd like, I'd like Donald Trump. Yeah, he's busy at the moment, isn't he? He's defending himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it'd be good if we could get him on. I'd like somebody like if we ever do the Seagull News, we should get someone like David Attenborough to do that. Ah, uh, don't think he'd don't think he'd have time, would he? I'll send. Well, I'll get on the emails. A bit of admin for that one. Yeah, all right. Ask him. You never know. You never know. And let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. It's been fun. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Do get over to Patreon if you can. And uh, Patreon listeners, hope you enjoyed it. Bye, everyone. Bye, Pablo. Bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.